Welcome to the Excavation Safety Alliance podcast, where leaders in damage prevention sit down to tell stories, highlight new technology, and share their passion for safety. This interview is part of our Ask the Expert series, where we talk to authors who've written in our publications and kind of get some real insights and uh, how-to tips from the various authors. Today, I'm here with uh, Dan Bigman, founder and president of Bigman Geophysical. Um, Dan wrote an article recently in our DP Pro magazine entitled, Five Uses for GPRs with Civil Engineering and Damage Prevention. But before we dig into that article, I'd like Dan to tell you a little bit about his background and why he's the perfect guy to write this article. Uh, so my background is in archaeological geophysics originally. Uh, I worked on really sensitive Native American sites uh, all around the southeastern United States. Um, and basically we had to figure out ways to map those sites or find those archaeological remains without excavating. And so that was my introduction into GPR uh, uh, originally. And then after teaching at Georgia State University for two years and coming into the into the private sector. Um, now I've worked uh, all over the world. I've worked, uh, I've done, conducted projects on uh, three different continents and have trained people on ground penetrating radar on over, you know, in over 16 different country, countries, uh, including Australia, New Zealand, uh, Italy, and the UK, uh, and, and, and Singapore, and Mexico, uh, and, and, and other places. Um, and so, you know, I've been around the block a couple times and uh, uh, have seen a lot. Yeah, that's a, that's a great background. And for, for some people, they may not have any idea what GPR is. Could you just do kind of a little layman's explanation as to what it really is? Absolutely. So GPR stands for ground penetrating radar. And so it's a non-destructive technique that uses electromagnetic waves to find contrasts or discontinuities or objects buried in the ground. And so what it does, it puts out an electromagnetic pulse at the ground surface that pulse travels through the subsurface, and when it encounters an object, uh, such as a pipe or utility, some of that energy will return back to the ground to get recorded by the GPR, and some may continue on depending on what that pipe is, is made out of. So it's a truly three-dimensional technology that allows you to identify uh, all sorts of things um, before you excavate, which will help you target excavations or avoid potential damages of infrastructure in the subsurface. That's great. I know, uh, you know, in the article, you obviously talk about the binding buried utilities, but can you also talk to a little bit about how it's used in concrete scanning? Sure. So in concrete scanning, like in finding utilities, uh, it's often used for damage prevention. And so it'll be used to identify um, rebar and post-tension cables or other reinforcement, as well as conduit and buried, uh, embedded in the concrete. And so this way, when someone's going to saw or drill or core uh, through that concrete, they don't damage any of those structural, structurally important components. Um, another way that GPR is used for concrete uh, work is through inspection. So rather than just locate and marking, it can inspect the quality of concrete. And so GPR has the potential to identify areas that are um, uh, uh, corroded away, where, where the rebar is corroded, or potentially identify uh, voids below a concrete slab where the concrete and the soil has debonded from each other, um, or even potentially to identify inconsistencies in the concrete, such as honeycombing, uh, which occurs during sifting, um, if the 
if the honeycombing is large enough uh, to be recorded with a GPR. Yeah, that's interesting. So, you know, you're talking about uh, concrete scanning and even evaluating, uh, you know, corrosion of rebar. Uh, also, uh, you talk a little bit about evaluating conditions of roadways. That's right. So a roadway similar to concrete will have, you know, potential uh, to have deterioration or uh, delaminations occur or what we see as common is voids in addition, you know, b below, the, below the roadway. Um, in addition, sometimes to evaluate what the capacity of the roadway is, um, it's important to know how thick that road base is. And so understanding how thick is the asphalt, how thick is the road base, how many road bases are there uh, is, is really important. And using high frequency GPR, uh, you can actually identify in kind of micro detail uh, each one of those layers thicknesses. Yeah, that, that makes perfect sense. I know when you started out, you were talking about the archaeological uh, aspects of things, but I think you also talk a little bit in the article about you know, just the ability to find debris. That's right. So I've actually worked on projects where, um, and, and, and I think a lot of people watching this uh, can probably relate, where um, construction occurred and then a sort of refurbishment of, of, of infrastructure, you know, happened and, um, you know, and, and what they were refurbishing, what they had to sort of take down and destroy ends up underground instead of hauled away. And that can be a real problem during the design phase um, because what are you going to do with all the stuff that's underground? Well, the first question is how much stuff is there that was buried? And, uh, and, and so GPR is sort of a fast and efficient way to have identify sort of what the scale of that debris is and uh, it can help sort of during that design phase or even before. It can help during a feasibility stage as to, well, do we build or do we not build, right? What's it going to cost us to sort of develop this land? Uh, and that's an important piece to have, you know, beforehand. Yeah, that's interesting. It's, I mean, it's a little bit like subsurface utility engineering in terms of spending a little bit of time up front to really save a lot of money during uh, construction. And, you know, from your view in this article, I mean, what would you say the, the, the biggest reason that this technology fits into the damage prevention and excavation safety industry is? Yeah, I think it's sort of the perfect technology for damage prevention and excavation safety. Um, you know, if you don't use all the tools available to you to help prevent damage to critical infrastructure buried below the, the, the ground surface, um, then you're sort of doing a disservice to everybody else on the project site and a disservice to the communities that you're working in. Um, we, we, we now have the capability, not 100%, right? But we have the capability to minimize the likelihood of destroying these critical pieces of infrastructure. And we have the capability now to maximize safety on project sites. Um, people do get electrocuted when things are damaged. People do get uh, unfortunately, uh, uh, hurt or even killed if gas lines are damaged. Um, this stuff happens. And unfortunately, uh, not enough people out there are using all the tools at their disposal. And GPR is only one, right? It's not sort of the be-all and end-all technique. It's one uh, 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 non-invasive technique that we have in a suite of tools for non-destructive uh, uh, testing and, and underground mapping. And, uh, and so I think it fits in there because it's quick, it's pretty comprehensive, you don't have to be able to hold a uh, current in the, in the pipe or utility in order to find it with GPR. And so I think it adds a lot to that toolkit. And I think everybody should be using it before they excavate. Great stuff. Well, thanks a lot, Dan. Really appreciate it today. That was a really great recap of the article. So uh, thanks again for your time. Thank you, guys.
Thank you for listening to the Excavation Safety Alliance podcast, an infrastructure resources initiative. Join the Alliance at excavationsafetyalliance.com, where you can find full video editions of this podcast, training videos, a vibrant community, and so much more.